I'm Greg Miller from kindoffunny.com and you're listening to Podcast X, Y, and Z. What's up, my people? Hey, guys. Welcome to Podcast <laughs> X, Y, and Z, the world's number fun video game podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm one of your hosts, Caleb Pearson, to my right. For it's the first me. time in what feels like forever, forever. It's been certainly long. too long, Andrew Matthew. Hey guys, how are you? I'm I'm doing I'm doing all right. I'm, yeah. I'm getting back. I'm so happy to be here, Caleb. Uh, I'm so happy. Thank you back. all uh, for just keeping it going while I was gone. Shouts out to Caleb to hosting this podcast so wonderfully. Shouts out to Roro and Daniel Prindle and then Ben Avery. You guys are awesome. It was fun to watch and listen and be a viewer. Uh, I had a minor health injury last week situation. Uh, but I'm feeling better. If, if you see me sitting awkwardly, that is why. But uh, I'm feeling good. I'm really happy to be here. I, it really has been feel like forever. If you see me sitting awkwardly, it's because I just have really bad posture. <laughs> and that's something I need to work on. But Andrew, people always say distance makes the heart grow fonder. It does. And I thought I was such BS. Oh. But then you went wow. far away from me at a distance where I really felt you tugging on my heartstrings yeah. all the way over there, yonder, where you are all chilling. Yeah. Um, shout out to all of you lovely viewers watching us live. Uh, if you didn't know, we run Media Interactive where we come at you each and every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern to talk about all things Sony, Microsoft, wow. and Nintendo. There's so much we're to talk back about, at, look Andrew. At we got Podcast Remastered coming out at the end of the month. Uh, a brand new giveaway that just happened, Andrew, over on our Patreon. Giveaway. Um, and shout out to Ryan. Our giveaway winner. We have Ryan. contacted him, uh, waiting on his response on how he would like to redeem his $10 certificate to the game store of his choice. That's super awesome. Ryan, you're awesome. Uh, Remastered's coming out in like Game of Thrones prep, you know? Yeah. I, I think what was a, a video game hype a month ago is now a TV hype coming up for April, so that's super exciting. Guys, Remastered's going to be great. Um, and we also just finalized our airline and hotel uh, for this stuff summer. For E3, baby. We're going to be there. Oh, I am so excited. So much to be excited It's going to be so much fun. Um, lots to talk about today, Andrew. Um, I do want to shout out our patrons real quick and then also those live in the chat. Uh, for $1 or $3 a month, you can support us over at patreon.com slash media interactive. Um, some of those lovely people are as follows. Zan the man, Xander, newly married. Congrats to you, buddy. Love you. Sue, Silas, Sam, Ryan, our giveaway winner. George, Harry, Lauren, Josh, Kirby, Jonathan. Josh Crowley, Jake, Brendan, and Brad. Thank you guys so much for your support. That's so awesome. Thank you guys. Um, You guys have given us the opportunity to just talk about what we love with you guys. Uh, And Andrew, is Daniel Prindle in the chat? Daniel Prindle's in the chat. Amen. Praise God. Chubby W. Roro in the chat, too. Andrew. Oh, we got a question. We're ready for the E3 hype. Roro says, are you guys going to be interviewing people at E3 like some indie peeps maybe or just enjoying the shows you know how dope it would be to have some interviews with some indie folks well i yeah and i definitely want to walk around with my phone and get footage at e3 andrew and i still have to plan a lot of that i would love to get to a point where we can approach get a vibe the first day right of course see where people are at and then definitely get to a point where we could talk to people yeah Um, i think that's great especially if they're gonna be on the show floor so we have gamer passes yeah um those are brand new they've only been around for two years i think so our hope is to not really just hone in. We were kind of talking about this. Mm-hmm. Not just get in line for the games, yeah. but actually try to experience the conference, get right. to know people, go to the kind of funny showcase, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, but we will give more details on sure. that. And we're going to be on um, Twitter a lot during that event. Yes. So if we know something, if we know someone's there, we're going to hit them up. Hey, would you like to talk to me? We're, we'll, we'll be doing this some digging. We'll be definitely enjoying it for sure, but we'll keep you guys updated. And it would be awesome for us too to be able to deliver some content there. I mean, we're going to live stream. We're going to, yeah. we're guys. 
We're going to have you I in on the experience. I literally can't wait. It's going to be great, but that's a good um, question. Andrew, it feels so good to be back with you. Um, this episode's titled V for Victory. V for Victory. I want to talk about Battlefield Five, Firestorm. There are a few other story missions I want to get to, and then I want you to throw in any side missions you missed over yes. the last couple weeks. I've been missing side missions, um, like throwing out side missions. So get your Firestorm impressions ready if you're watching live in the chat. But first, Andrew, I want to talk just a little bit about the Apex Legends Battle Pass. Uh, first, did you cop it? Second, are you still playing it? What are your thoughts on the progression so See, far? Yeah, I've been out of commission, so I actually haven't bought it yet. You don't have it. Okay. I don't have it. Gotcha. I've been uh, following it. I've been asking people about it i've been uh -huh. seeing some footage of it but i personally have not purchased it yet i played i think one match right before it came out um yeah yeah and then was out of commission from traveling and, and such uh do you have it do you own it i do have it um it's underwhelming yeah there's not a lot there <laughs> i the re and there but that's not the reason i bought it okay yeah. The reason I bought it was I need to buy it once, yeah. and then the cadence of playing it's it. It's the same thing it's there? The, yes, yeah, okay. yes. And so the problem is I stopped with Fortnite, obviously. So I'm not going to buy to get back in. For sure. But I play enough Apex to where I should not have to pay again. And how does that work? Is it by like those the packs that have what it's coins? What is it? The the Apex packs can have coins, but it's the, it's the exact same as Fortnite. Okay. Level three, twelve, whatever. Okay. Gets you coins to where once you get level hundred or whatever, you have enough to buy the next. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, the next thing. So I'm excited for it. It is. There's not a lot there. I don't find myself chasing the tears, being like, "Yes, I can't wait to unlock this." Yeah. But. Not caring actually helps because then you unlock something. And you're like, whoa, yeah. I didn't care. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. No expectation. There's no grind. Yeah. The Fortnite grind sometimes. Are there like, challenges I gotta get to, or is it just levels? And that's the problem. There are not. Oh. So it's, it's just, just, just the, it, XP. It's play. literally just XP, cosmetic, whatever's. Um, and so I'm. I think that'll change. Yeah. That's what I wanted, which uh -huh. is why it's I guess an issue. Fortnite challenges. Again, I love the idea of those challenges, but I hate building so much. And then, you, you know, your challenges, you yeah. know, how many yeah. brick smiley faces can you build? I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying right, to shoot right. people, yeah. right? Um, so I hope that eventually happens, but Apex is just fun. Again, what is the, uh, what is like the top tier? I don't online? even know. I think it's a skin for a character. Is it like legit? But, well, it, it's probably, actually, I guess you just get enough credits to unlock Octane. He's not, oh. he's not a tier unlock. He's a yeah. earn your credits okay. and spend gotcha, unlock. Gotcha, gotcha. But I honestly, I haven't been play. I actually haven't been playing enough to keep up with it. So I need to get back into it if I'm going to get it. But anyway, I just figured we'd talk about that. Yeah, no, um, uh, I've we heard gone. some good things about Octane. Have you guys played? Do you guys have you bought it? Um, I I heard similar things about it being underwhelming, but I'm 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 hearing people love Octane. Octane like, is cool, and it's cool to be on a team with him, even if yeah. you don't have him. Yeah, he's super fast. That's cool. Um, and so why don't? All right, so that's kind of the first story mission of the campaign, Andrew. Let's use that to go into um the main item story mission number two battlefield five firestorm the the cadence and action of apex battle royale is unparalleled mm -hmm. i'm sorry yeah i just really think it is um and so i'll i'll kind of start with my thoughts on, yeah. on firestorm Do it. um it, there's not a lot there it yeah. feels empty while mm -hmm. i'm playing it sure I think its biggest weakness mm -hmm. is the areas do not they're not different enough yeah. or have enough there. Yeah. Because it's very much snowy hill barn, snowy hill barn, grassy hill barn, barn. Yeah. You know, the cadence is just, oh, I'm in another town with stairs and a chimney. Yeah. Whereas Apex it's like, okay, somebody's in the canyon, somebody's vertical, somebody's low, somebody's in the ship. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I do like though the fire 
idea of it and the harsh reality of yeah. the Royale. That's always what I've wanted. Yeah. And and Apex is a little cartoony, but it's still a shooter. Right. Obviously, you have Fortnite, you have Apex in the middle, mm-hmm. and then you have Battlefield. Yeah. All the way on the other end. I mean, what do you, What do you think about it compared to Black Ops? Do you do you find it better or worse than Blackout? I think Blackout is more fun. Okay. I think it's slightly more arcadey now yeah. with the new uh, HUD elements. And yeah. then, uh, Tommy and I talked about it a couple weeks ago, but just the cops and robbers mode now. Yeah. Call of Duty is is making fun of itself. Yeah. And you have the cool weird skins. Right. Battlefield just says no. It's all going to be brown and gray yeah. and yeah. red for fire. So mm-hmm. it, it, I had fun playing. Yeah. Um, but overall underwhelming and i just kind of wish i was i was when i died i wish i could spawn in conquest yeah yeah i was like oh that's right we're done right so what about you what did you yeah daniel says firestorm's other problem that i have is it's very difficult playing in solo i have not played solo yet um but that sounds really tough because it's very vehicle based and it seems very squad emphasized um for me i kind of feel the same way i did like it a little bit more than blackout originally like my first impression of blackout was the map was very underwhelming, but I, I do really like the battlefield map. I do agree with you that it is very sparse in areas, and yeah. it doesn't seem like the locations really matter. But I do really like the fire and the destruction of the buildings. I think it's really cool um, that buildings can all just be destroyed. You know, you, in Call of Duty, it was just like the windows could be broken in and someone could sneak around. But in Battlefield, it's like there really is no cover unless you right. force it. Um, and so I do like the destructibility of the map. I do really like when you get in vehicles. Uh, I think one thing that I love about Call of Duty is the the combat, is the the fighting, the shooting. But vehicles seem pretty off for me in Call of Duty. It didn't seem like the helicopters no. were kind of off. But in Battlefield, when you were flying the helicopter, it was I I was having fun. I was like, this is flying in <laughs> yeah. quotes. Yeah. yeah, And then the airstrike came. Yeah, like the building we thought we were safe in. Yeah, we were all playing last night. Shout out to Daniel, and we were playing, and we we're in this building, and I really thought we were safe. And then the roof just came in, and that's to me is like I really <laughs> felt. For the first time, I think I felt like I was in a battle royale. That is true. Like, yeah. old, like I will die and not come back. Yeah. And I think that is where it gets it the best with the fire. Like, I look outside and you see fire coming towards you. You're like, I, it feels like Hunger Games. It's like, I'm going to die. Like, yeah. it just feels really intense. But I agree with you. I think I'm a little bit underwhelmed because coming from Apex, I can't ping. Like, I can't communicate. I can't, like go from someplace really quickly. I don't have any special bit. I can't respawn. There's a lot of things that I'm just like privileged with now with Apex and I'm just lacking there. But yeah. it's we kind of talked about it and I think a lot of people are going to say it is it's basically like PUBG that works. And I'm, and I'm okay oh, with yeah. that. I mean, and for those people that are on. in for an intense shooter battle royale experience that are sick and tired of loading into PUBG and not being able to shoot your gun, Battlefield 5 is perfect. Also, it's a free update. That's true, um, and I think that's that's really. Uh, and base game has to be less than thirty dollars right now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've seen it as low as twenty dollars. So, um, to me, yeah, I mean, it doesn't beat the free Apex. Um, it doesn't even beat, to me, honestly, some of the fun that Fortnite has. Yeah, um, I can I can get on board. But with that. at the same time, I think there are some intense moments there that are very unique. You know, I think it's really easy to make a cut and dry battle royale. Yeah. Um, but this one, it feels very Battlefield, which I which I like. You know, it's like if you didn't like a Battlefield game. You probably wouldn't like it here. I, yeah, I will say the end game is intense. Yeah, and it definitely climbs to that point, but it, it's the in betweens. I think Apex is the only battle royale that's constantly fun. Yes, yes. Spawn into dead or win. Correct. Battlefield Five is like you're yeah. kind of just like oh yeah, and then the last little bit yeah because of the tanks mm-hmm. and the you know demolition of it all because Apex doesn't have that right. There's no destruction right of the map. 
Um, and that's I think that's what you're saying. I think that proves that point because Battlefield's strong point is when you're in a vehicle, but if you're not, right, the game is like so yeah, yeah. mundane. And Daniel kind of brought it up with the solos thing. It's just solos or or squads, right? And so it just feels light. The yeah. up, it, the, even the update. You know that yeah. weird intro video uh-huh. it gave you. Yeah, it, it it mimics the Battlefield Five launch of just we're gonna give you barely yeah. barely it. Yeah, but at the same time, I have to say. I miss four players in Apex. Like Battlefield having four players is really nice. Yeah, that is true. I do really don't like going back to three. Yeah, no, I and I know, but uh, I I wish I knew what. I wish they would talk about it. Uh-huh. Respawn. I just want them to talk about it. If mm-hmm. it's not coming, it's fine. Just talk about it so I can know what to expect. Because it is weird going back to three and you're like, oh, that's right. Because um, four people feels like a full squad. Because well, that's what it, that's always what it's been. Yeah. It, it, whatever your you know your norm is. Yeah. And so. All in all, though, Andrew, I'm so glad it exists. I'm so glad we have it. I'm so glad we tried it. Yes, absolutely. We're at this point where bring it on. Bring on all of these Royales. Yeah, um, yeah. And we were talking even, too, we were speculating, like, what if Halo dropped a Battle Royale? And you kind of pointed out, like, everything that's coming out, we could kind of expect a Battle Royale game. I mean, what we said when I told you, I was like, Red Dead Online is launching with a Battle Royale, uh-huh. and it did. And it did. And if Rockstar is going to do that, uh, it's a thing. Halo Infinite. Like, yeah. there's going to be an infinite amount of customization and spawning and people shooting each other. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, they just uh, stopped service for Gears of War 4 servers to completely go in committed with Gears of War 5. If you guys are excited, let me know in the comments. But it's interesting to think... Does a game as weird as Gears of War get a Battle Royale? I really doubt it, but it's just something to think about when these games come out, these big titles. It, is like I bet you it might not be full scale, yeah. but I bet you there's a horde mode that involves yeah. eliminating it's just so interesting. something. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. And you know, you and I will get a vibe on Gears at E3. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm sure we'll get more footage for that. Yeah, but um, Firestorm, definitely play it. We definitely. I wouldn't say don't try play it, it and play, play it. it. Yeah, um, um, yeah. but I yeah. I've only played it one night, three or four rounds. Yeah, we only played a couple um, hours of it. And so it'll be interesting. I'm not crazy about the map. The map's just kind of meh. So there's room to grow there for sure, but I'm very excited to get back into Apex. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, a bunch of stuff happened yesterday. Yesterday? Like a bunch of stuff. Wow. Um, one of which is going to be our story mission number three of the campaign uh, tonight. Apple released all their <laughs> jaunts, okay, all their software stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of which, and we'll save the TV Plus talk for Podcast Remastered end of the month. Here. Check out for Remastered. Uh, Apple Arcade. Mm. Um, did you watch, first of all, did you watch this Apple event? I didn't watch it live. I, I okay. read the recap after. Did, did you read the little, do you read the recap where somebody's there and they're time stamping and live reacting? Yes. Oh yeah, that's kind of, it's like The Verge or something. Yeah. Um, I, I like to do that a lot because you get their immediate, you know, yeah. thoughts and reactions to it. Um, super cool concept. Um... I am not gonna play it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so what? What? Give me a rundown of what it Basically, is. Basically, yeah. Apple TV already has games. Apple TV has games. Oh yeah, right now. Exactly. If I go on Apple TV, yes. I can play a game. No, yeah. It's little stupid tilt and touch remote games. Crossy Road. It, yeah. No, <laughs> but yes, like that's that is actually it. And so here's the here's my beef. Flappy Bird, yeah. That's the right. Flappy Bird. All right. This this is twofold. This is getting into the ideology of it all because. Apple Arcade is very much, they're glorifying iOS apps. They're just bringing them to Apple TV. Mm-hmm. If you watch the clip, everything about it says mobile, cheap, weird games, which mm-hmm. is fine. Some of them are cool. Yeah. There's a market for that. 
But I don't know if, if any gamers are, are watching that and immediately latching onto it. Apple mm. fanboys are always going to say, oh, and I can tell my friends I can play games now. Duh. On my Apple TV? Yeah, right. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. put, you know, touch this part of the touch pad or touch, like, come on. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it brings up an interesting point because there's a question burning in the industry right now, Andrew. Burning. 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 Like it was a little like flame. Firestorm. It was a little flame, and now people are like running in on fire. Okay. People are asking this question. Uh, the question is, at a room of conference, so you're full of people, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, how many people in the room would consider themselves gamers? And, you know, uh, people are throwing up their hands. <laughs> yeah. you know, the fat, hairy guys are, <laughs> right? Throwing up their hands. And there's us. Yeah, right. And then, and then there's the people that are young enough to still <laughs> be proud of it. Then they say, okay, uh, how many of you have games on your phone or play games on your phone? And then, you know, the whole room raises their hand. Yeah. Point being, everybody's a gamer. Yeah. And we've met, messed up the narrative, mm-hmm. or, or the our branding, the marketing for gamers is off. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I do believe in that that nowadays more and more people are okay with being gamers. Twitch and people, oh wow, you can be a high functioning member of society and also play games. Yeah. That never used to be the reputation. Okay. But there's still this disconnect of oh you're a gamer, mm-hmm. and and somebody who plays uh, what's the stupid Candy Crush three hours a day on their phone, they don't consider themselves a gamer. But right. they're 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 just as much of a loser or a, spending their time doing nothing as yeah. somebody else would be as us <laughs> a, as a three hour World of Warcraft player. Yeah, yeah. like there is no actual difference, except we have made one uh-huh. where oh you're a PC gamer, yeah. but you're gonna ignore you know kids on their iPads for eight hours a day. So it, it's uncharted territory of of everybody is a gamer, and uh-huh. I think the industry is headed to an awesome place. Right, yeah. we've seen that. Yeah. But this Apple Arcade thing is just so weird because uh, amidst Google Stadia and what that's going to be, right. what it, Apple wants to make everything sleek. Uh-huh. They will remove every port humans need mm-hmm. on their laptop to make it thin. Yeah. So what are they going to do to gaming to make it accessible? Yeah. And I think the answer to that question is they're not going to do anything innovative. It's going to be super light, smooth, and easy. Yeah. Superficial games. Yeah. But I don't know. I just find it so interesting that that. Apple is just now trying that stuff. Yeah, it's weird, man. Um, I mean, it's like they have like smart fridges now. I mean, fridges are already pretty smart. Yeah, it's like when you like put, that's uh, that's pretty cool. When you put a video and I, camera, dude, when I growing up, you know how you get caught on a thought and you're like, "Well, that's wild." Uh-huh. Um, I have two. One of which this uh-huh. is completely random. Here we go. When I was young, I'd look out the window and be yeah. like, "Why is the moon following me?" Whoa. But it's just it's so big and so far away. It right. looks like it's always there, right? right? You're an idiot kid until you're not. Right. Maybe you're a genius. Here's why I was, and this is later in life, I couldn't figure out how fridges could just do that. Fridges are so cool, man. They fridges just refrigerate fr- air yeah. and just constantly do it. Yeah. All you need is electricity to make something cold. I'm, how do you generate a change in temperature? I, you know, we figured out the lights, but the temperature <laughs> thing, I just think it's pretty cool. So if, is Apple actually making fridges? I've, Flappy Bird fridges. Dana says, Flappy Bird on fridges, please. Josh says, my milk always goes stale after two days. My fridge ain't smart. Well, I think you got a bad fridge there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about all that. Or you're buying your milk from some sketch town dude on the side yeah, of the road. Yeah, who knows about that? But no, I mean, to go back to your point about Apple Arcade, I mean, it's just interesting. Like, I, I think we revere Apple for all of the technology and the ingenuity and always being in front, but... With their newest stuff, with you know Apple TV Plus, Apple Credit Card, uh, and Apple Arcade, those three things that they announced, it's like, what? It was kind of like, what do you do? It's kind of like I've heard even people say like Steve Jobs would roll around in a grave, like right. whatever about that. Right. I mean, I understand like the company has to take a new direction. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like 
uh, come on. Well, they had this cadence, and, and we I could talk about Apple forever. This will be the last thing. They had this cadence where spring it was iPads and computers, fall it was phones and watches or whatever, uh-huh. right? That has completely flipped. The fall is when they unveil, and then the spring is when they update. Yeah. But now it's just there's nothing to do in March. Yeah. So they're they're focusing on software, but, I mean, I watched the event. You have the Apple fanboys that are, you know, Apple it, it has the number one phone in the world, and then everybody stands up and starts clapping. Like, Freaking duh, move on. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, Oprah comes out for 45 minutes yeah. and then says Oprah things. And you're just like, okay, this is just weird. Yeah. Um, and But that's what they're doing because they needed, I felt like they needed to fill that conference. So There's going to be a Flappy Bird Battle Royale, Apple Battle Royale style, Siri play. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would do uh, what Sony ended up doing, Andrew, which is on Monday. They did their first ever uh, PlayStation State of Play. I don't Which, if you say no, five times fast, it's just as hard as trying to spell it really quickly. Because it's, it's the words backwards. PlayStation State of Play, okay? They, they have embraced the Nintendo Direct style reveal of stuff. Did you watch this thing? I, okay. You don't know anything point, about it? To this point, I have no idea okay, what you're cool. talking about. Let me see how well I can Guide help you. Guide me into that world. 20 minutes long. Okay. It's like an inside Xbox. Uh, yeah. That's literally it. Yeah. They launched with a trailer for Iron Man VR. Iron Man VR? In the mask. It looks very good. Whoa. And then they then they did a No Man's Sky VR. Uh, and then they did a bunch of other smaller indie releases that I have no memory of. Okay. And they're they, all VR? And they, no. Oh, just no, 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 regular. No. Okay, yeah, 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 PS4. And then they said goodbye. And that was it. Man, there's a huge push for indie games these days, aren't it, there? It, but it, it's paralleled with a huge push for small reveals. And, mm. and we're going to control the news cycle for this hour. Yeah. But so there, there will be more state of plays. Um, I liked the way they did it. It leaned more Nintendo Direct than it did inside Xbox. Uh-huh. There was no person cutting and introducing yeah. and saying the Forza Motorsport 4 <laughs> Xbox I love them to death but they're they haven't they just have these really awkward Brits yeah do these one liners and then and then cut the trailer Nintendo yeah. just does trailer 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 family friendly cool Mario. Japanese guy real yeah. quick trailer 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 yeah. Sony had just a voiceover lady Whoa. sounded really good and then just game 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 so it was good oh Iron um, Man VR I'm interested I didn't, I've always been not VR, interested but... and that's what we're gonna have to you know now I'm asking, okay, realistically, like when is when am I going to cop yeah, that? Yeah, it's exactly. Um, so that's coming. We'll probably have hands-on with all sorts of stuff at E3. But uh, what do you – I mean, everyone now is doing that, the small incremental conferences or reveals. Yeah. I know. It's just interesting. I, th- I think there's a lot of attention towards indie developers, which I, which I like. I just don't know where the start of it really came from. Robert says, the Days Gone trailer was really good, I thought. Sold me on it. And there were a few VR games that I thought were cool. A lot of people didn't like it. So were you amongst the people that didn't like it, or you you liked it? The state of play. Yeah, I I think I, there were some high expectations. Where I said, oh oh, that was, and that's the th- he brings up a good point. The contents, no, I didn't like. Mm. There was not a single thing I cared about. Mm. The style, oh, I loved it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he said the days there was a Days Gone trailer. I did. Okay, I know you were hyped yes, about that. the Days Gone trailer was good, but it was at this point I'm sold on the game, and I'm just like. At that point, I was like, "Don't, don't waste this time." Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah. not. We don't need a twelfth Days Gone trailer, yeah. guys. Right. If they did, hey, here's a state of play, and then they just like, oh, by the way, Last of Us two. Like people would still be watching it; they'd be yeah. freaking out. Yeah, yeah. And now I, now I'm concerned. Okay, well then, what is the standard for a state of play? Mm-hmm. Would they never re- reveal something really big in it? Yeah. Because that was, 
an option, right? Yeah, and right. so now I just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, Daniel says um, there's a lot of VR stuff. If you like VR, it was a solid show. Otherwise, it was lacking, I think. They also announced PSVR Hit. Oh, PSVR Hit 4.5 million sold, which is a drop in the bucket compared to the 80 million PS4s out there. But five, almost 5 million VR is pretty good. And it's so wired everything's wired yeah it's not good yet yeah oculus has a new model out that's all wireless you can actually take it on the subway doesn't, oh, wow. need, doesn't need a pc anymore wow that so i'm almost like is that where i'm gonna end up before anything else wow because i don't know if you remember this but mm-hmm. a while ago like i was gonna go oculus yeah, yeah. and then they're like you need a pc right 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 and i do remember that that was the easiest decision i've ever made <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but uh daniel you know all these facts what do you hold all these inf- all this information dude he is a freaking he knows all the numbers and the year encyclopedia and the, that that's guy that's crazy no yeah i uh, i didn't know about the state of play i'll be uh paying attention to the next one because that's that's interesting i think that's really cool that they're using the style of nintendo directs because uh what we've talked about on the show before, Nintendo Directs are really effective, and they get the job done. And oh yeah, it's cool that PlayStation is doing the same thing now. Yeah, um, Andrew, Nintendo has kind of owned that model of reveals. There are leaks out now to jump into our next story mission of rumored Nintendo Switches, two of them, new ones. Uh, and obviously, along with the, the twofold rumor, you're gonna have a low end and a high end. Yeah. Uh, did you? Are you aware of these rumors? Yes, I did. I saw. I like mock-up pictures of them and like information about them the pro for the gamer and the cheap one like the nintendo 3ds kind of aspect yeah um i i I like this is a love and a hate affair with that news okay Um, the love of it is like that's awesome like get more switches out there i think switch should should continue to sell i hope the shelf life of the switch lasts for a while because i I know some reports were heading that the sales weren't going to be that great this year the forecast of it i'm all about it i'm and the hate part of it just comes where I'm thinking, like, what are the exclusive big Switch games right now? And I'm thinking, it's still just Breath of the Wild and Smash. And, I, and I'm, I'm happy with that. Mario Kart is a Wii U game. Like, most of the games on the Switch right now are, like, third-party games and then the big three. Like, Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Smash. I, and I get that. I love it. But the, the hate part of it is, like, don't push another console when we don't have another big Switch game released for So you're saying... So would you say that right now their Switch lineup is weak, or, or are you saying it's weak for a launch of a new hardware? It is. It is. Should it like are, here? Let me ask it's you. It's weak this. for 2019. Okay. It's strong for the Switch's launch, but if you're going to come up with a new console, gotcha. 2019 is void of games except for what, like Animal Crossing, and like nothing else has really been announced. So for me, it's like I love the Switch. Sell it as much as you want. But we need some AAA titles if you're going to keep pushing these consoles in this shelf life. Yeah, but, and maybe they will. I mean, these are rumors. Yeah, right, so, no, absolutely. You know, hopefully they would. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a good point. And right now it's a bunch of weird, smaller Nintendo, like Yoshi's Wooly Wooly whatever, whatever, yeah. um, is out. And so it'll be interesting to see. Um, so Lauren has a Switch. Yes. Y- are you in the market? For, to buy my own yeah, Switch? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean... If it's a cheap would, one, so you would you, would you go low end or would yeah, you get I would go, a regular? I would go low end. Okay. I would definitely go low end. I do not see myself getting another switch. <laughs> if it's bigger screen and bigger battery life, I don't care. Yeah, no, that's what, yeah. Personally, I I, I really don't. Um, <sighs> and also, Andrew, it doesn't. You can't watch Netflix on it yet. They need to, right. they need to up the software. Yeah. Capabilities. Right. Not even and not even capabilities. That's the wrong word. Abilities. Like right. just allow the option for right. Netflix to do their thing or put a browser on it or something. Yeah. Kind of funny was just making the point of this thing needs to start acting like an iPad. Yeah. Because otherwise, 
we love that it's a portable console, but it should be able to do some other right. stuff, and it just can't. And I, I think that's my point is, like, who is not sold on the Switch? No one. Like, everyone's yeah, like, I point. see that's the Switch point. is great. So there's no reason to push another console. What we're, what people who have a Switch and love it are saying is like, what's next? I need something, not another console. Like you're saying, like I wouldn't buy another Switch. Yeah. I'm already sold on it. Like I already have it. I love it. It's great. The potential's there. But what are the Switch games you're going to play home right now? Right. There needs to be, like 2019 needs to be that instead of yeah. like, now buy a cheaper one, buy a better yeah. one. It's like, and we're the, already sold on it, man. And the reason the reason they're doing it is just to counteract the X's and the S's and right. the exactly. and the what's and the... They could have waited. Yeah. I mean, I just, it's so soon. It's weird. It'll be interesting to see what they do and when. Right. Um, I, correct me in the chat if there was already a rumored reveal for that. I mean, Andrew, we might be a month away from the new Xbox. Right, yeah. And, and that, yeah. Which, did you see what they're calling it, by the way? Mm-hmm. This is a freaking side mission. But it should be called a sad mission because it's called the Xbox One S All Digital. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's uh, Xbox. It's, <laughs> uh, people are calling it Xbox Sad. <laughs> and if that's real, that's a real, like, travesty. Like, that is just a joke. Yeah. Um, but if that thing is cheap and small and your boy can pack it in a backpack the Xbox. so I can fly with an Xbox, I would do it. Dude, it would be awesome if it because launched. Because we with, could take it to E3 yeah. with us, Andrew, and it, put it in our hotel room. It would be great if it launched with xCloud and we could just like play it on oh, our phone. And too. just go. Yeah. Just freaking do and it. And so here's my side quest real quick about Stadia. Yeah, go ahead. Because I didn't get a chance to talk about go Stadia. Ahead. Go ahead. I was so on board with everything you guys were saying, and I, I agree basically to, to everything. Uh-huh. However, it's just completely streaming. Oh, I know. No, I know. That's so frustrating. It's like it's like the potential is out of the roof, but it's like, wait, I don't have good enough Wi-Fi to do that. Yeah, and that's something I, I, we talked about because yeah, it's, it's just like, like they're missing out on a lot of people, and even your controller is right. only Wi-Fi yeah, and connected. So, and then so then it's like when I think about xCloud, I get nervous, and I think about like what's the new Xbox, and I think like if you're gonna make me stream all these things, I don't know, man. Like streaming is not the way to go for me or for gaming. Ga- streaming yeah. games is not you're gonna sell me. You're old school. You definitely. It's not gonna get me. School. And I just, if I'm streaming a game, mm-hmm. how are you going to stream on a subway? Mm-hmm. Those things that's go under the ground. Yes, yes. And that's why I think the Switch had it perfectly. Right. That's true. That's a good point. So if xCloud can mimic that, if the new Xbox can do that, I'm all, sold. All Google is doing is saying, here's a, here's a, here's our, our version of Switch. Yeah. You have to be online, though. Yeah. Con. Pro is whatever screen you already own can do it. Yeah. That's what's weird. Yeah. As far as the diversification of games, I'm all for it. Right. I have a Switch. Yes, yeah. So I, I, it's theirs to lose, yeah. and I'm theirs to win over. I yeah. don't need it. Yeah. I don't see people becoming Stadia fanboys. Like, yeah, I, I just, yeah, like what are they going to be, and what are they going to do? I think xCloud. I think xCloud will be the better version of it, and I think they already I had hope, the idea, yeah. and I think that's it. And this is the best moment for me as a co-host, because in the chat, Roro said, I want Xbox now, guys. You guys are a bad, parentheses, good influence on me. And that... I can't do anything better than that is convince Dude. someone to buy an Xbox. Rara, we, Daniel says we're going to have to call up the entire Halo saga. Guys, <clears throat> that's it right there. Dude, we went viral on Twitter, Andrew, but if we get Roro to buy an Xbox, that's it. that is how you If know. we all meet up and play Halo together, that, oh, I mean, that's... Stop. That's what heaven is like. <laughs> that's, that's the greatest... That, that is what heaven is like. Roro, just put, man, <laughs> buy an Xbox, dude. Oh, you're big time now. You got your own podcast. You got the money for it. Buy an Xbox, dude. I <laughs> I want to buy him an Xbox so bad. Yeah, that would be amazing. The man. Um, uh, speaking of Xbox and all this Nintendo nonsense, Andrew, here's a side quest for let's you. Let's do it. Uh, and this is this is big time news. Big time news. We're just dumb for putting in a side quest. Let's do it. Uh, Microsoft sent Cuphead to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that. I mean, this is that's huge. 
And here's why I love this. Huge. The game is awesome, and obviously what is happening is awesome. But remember a month ago, the slow build of, wait a second, Xbox Live is going to Switch? And then they said Xbox Game Pass is coming to Switch? And then they said Xbox Games will be playable on Switch? And then they said, here is the first one. It's crazy. That is the flow of what is normally toxic journalism, but it's actually full-on legit. It's amazing. And Not to attack the journalism world, but just Microsoft has been incrementally saying we mean what we say yeah and here yeah and that's the first ever it's 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 the time that that has happened and people are saying it's bad for xbox wait till you can fully launch it i'm that's bs dude it is beautiful that they went to and that's the key the developer and said put this on the switch and you and we talked to phil spencer and you hear about what he wants and he says we just want everyone to play our games listen the the sony business move this is beautiful if the sony exec walked into Naughty Dog headquarters and said, hey, Neil, yeah. give us a release date for Last of Two, obviously. They, yeah. would, they would ask for that. But then they would say, and put The Last of Us on Xbox right now. Yeah, They would shoot that guy in the head. Get they would here. say, this is some iRobot stuff. You keep, are fake. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, but I love the Microsoft and Nintendo partnership, I, I whatever it. you want to call amazing. it. The, I, the wall... Tear down this wall. That's what I'm saying. And okay. Cuphead. Like yeah. it's just beautiful. Yeah. And I love that it's an indie platformer that could have been generated by graphics in the amazing. '90s. It's amazing. That, that is going to be yeah. that slow bleed. It's amazing. Daniel says, "I think at E3 we could see another step of that Nintendo Microsoft partnership." Oh boy. I, I promise oh, you, boy. I think we're gonna hear more. Oh boy. Before then, could you just imagine Phil Spencer coming up and said, well, "I want to welcome Nintendo on our Microsoft presentation today." I mean. It's just beautiful. Gaming, it's absolutely wonderful. It's I'm just incredible. And if you guys don't know the story of the developers of Cuphead, check that out too. Because oh, they, awesome. two guys, they just dropped out of their, quit their jobs to create this game. It's wonderful now to be played on Switch. And I heard now you can get gamer points, gamer score for your Xbox account on Switch game. It's coming, dude. It is. Just, uh, I just, I mean, it's just wonderful. So cool. So very, very, very cool. Yeah, it should have been, should have been a main quest. That's a huge, huge. That's big deal. time. That this is the start of. Start of something. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, uh, Game of Thrones is coming. Woo-woo. A lot of cool stuff happening in April. Um, Star Wars Celebration Star is Wars. the second weekend in April, uh, or the third or whatever. Calendars are hard. Like April 13th or something. Uh, so I'm obviously excited for that. Yeah. We finally have another December Star Wars year. Yeah. But Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is going to be revealed. And here's why that's exciting. They they are up front and saying at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, April 13th, we will do a gameplay trailer reveal of Star Wars Jedi Fall. You know, what, you know what I mean? So that we know when it's coming and what it's going to be. I'm going to get my bowl of cereal out and I'm just going to... What are your expectations, if any, for this game? What would you like it to be? Uh, just give me a Star Wars game. That's good. Just give, right? me, give me a Star Wars game. And, and give me a Star Wars game that just doesn't get clobbered the the week of its release just give me a star wars game just give us a star wars game that doesn't end in tears like it's not ea i mean i think at this point if it's just not ea we're fine every star wars game in the last decade the only defense is dot 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 but at least it's beautiful and it'll go on sale that is so sad to me Mm -hmm. um i'm very excited because it's different you start to realize oh wow that's right The, the game isn't called battlefront it's called star wars battlefront Battlefront is a one part of a huge thing, right. and but that just hasn't been the case in gaming, at least. Yeah. So the fact that this is finally happening, the fact that it's respawn, yeah, 
Respawn's so never good. made a bad game, Daniel says in the chat. Yes, no, and he says that every week, and he's, he's right. <laughs> Daniel's going to go um, to the grave for that. Yeah. Part of me wants to go to look up Respawn games and find the, like, mid-1990s PC game. Like, <laughs> That's, you know, like, trash. The one guy yeah, yeah. that launched Respawn started, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I'm so excited yeah, for it. I please. want it to be Rogue One level different, mm-hmm. and we know chronologically that's where it lies, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Um, it says the the younglings right after Order sixty six. Mm-hmm. So to think you're you have escaped Darth Vader's clutches essentially, and now yeah. you're growing rogue as a Jedi. Like, right. That's freaking. I mean, yeah, just give me. A, it's, I'm I'm excited. I mean, I'm definitely excited. Daniel says respawn wasn't started back then. Caleb, he's he knows his facts. Yeah. Daniel, yeah. I, I was making a joke. <laughs> ah. Oh, I, you know, he's so, so he's so good. I That's can't stay so mad funny. at him. He is quick facts. Man. I can't he stay mad really at him. On top of it, yeah. Daniel says also says I don't know if this is true. It was created from the ashes of Infinity Ward. I didn't know that. Ashes of Infinity Ward. I don't, Ward. I don't know if that the, the the studio. Yeah, like the the Call of Duty in studio. The, I don't know. Well, if that's well, like real. wait. Infinity Ward. Um, the the people split right. Something happened. He knows the quick facts. Call of Duty game. Yes, Vince. How fast do you think his fingers are moving right now? Yes, Vince Zambella and Jason West. So yeah, I mean, I guess. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yes, you're right. That's pretty cool. They took this on. Yeah. When they were fired from Activision. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yes, 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 yes. So that's good. Again, big names working on it. And I, at that point, Andrew, that transition. There's no way they didn't talk about the fact. Hey. EA's ruining our lot, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, EA's ruining everything. Like, hey, now can we at least talk about <laughs> yeah, it, sort of thing. Yeah. So, because that, it's so funny, that's been their defense. Uh-huh. Oh, another crappy Star Wars game. Well, we've been working on it for five years. Yeah. We've had our, our heads down yeah. working on our passion project. Uh-huh. Like, man, shut up. We've been yeah. complaining about EA for a decade. For, like, for, for, now's the time for change. So, I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited for Star Wars Celebration oh, yeah. and everything that means. Well, let's go. Uh, Andrew, one last story mission. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then live viewers in the YouTube chat, if you have any questions or any other stories that we've missed, now's your chance to Please. throw them out there before Let we end know. this podcast. Yep. But uh, Outer Worlds, yeah. Andrew, is a game that uh, grabbed your and I's attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that the Game Awards reveal? Or was that yes. a... Uh, okay. Uh, dropping exclusively on Epic Game Store for a year. Th- yeah. th- this was a story you snagged. Yeah, um, I wanted to talk about it because I think it's like we also we talk a lot about uh, console, but this is a little bit PC geared. And I know Seth out there will appreciate this, but I also think it's a big deal because um, I th- I'm thinking about a lot of things. So the story is Outer Worlds, uh, big game, looks like Borderlands um, from the people that made Fallout New Vegas. Uh, it's it it got pulled from Steam and is dropping on Epic Game Store for a year. So you can't get it on Steam until a year after. On consoles, you're fine. But if you're a PC gamer on Steam and you love your Steam, Outer Worlds will not be there. It will only be on Epic Game Store. And I think so. What what is frustrating? So for me, I'm trying to think about it in terms of me because I, I can't. Sure. Imagine. Yeah. No. No. no like, I, I got you. Why not download it? I'm I'm thinking like, what if the Microsoft Store wasn't the only place you ca- you could get games? Like on my Xbox, what if? Ubisoft came out with their own thing and was like, to play the next Assassin's Creed game, you can't go through the Microsoft Store. You have to go through our store, and the gamer points won't won't translate, and all of your save data is on our store. I'll be pretty frustrated. Right. And I know that's not realistic, yeah. but I think it must be frustrating. And I know we, we don't like monopolies, right? So Steam, like, oh yeah, just Steam. And I don't think that's the case here. I think it's just frustrating that the money talks there. And I, I saw a rumor, I don't, someone can fact check me on this, um, but someone said the Outer Worlds developer said they didn't want it in the first place. Like they, they were kind of forced into it by money and all this stuff. And that, that's frustrating. Um, and Daniel says you can also get it on Windows 10 Store with Epic Games Store at launch. So yeah, I just think it's interesting, the dynamic of Epic Games. So we talked about it before when we talked about 
you know, at the game show case, right, they were saying at, on Epic Game Store. Yeah. And so I think it's interesting. You're seeing this new dominant force. It's kind of like Apple, right? Like, it's just so much yeah. money thrown at it. Now they're pulling stuff. And it's it's interesting to think about somebody who has been in development and then right at the cusp of release, mm-hmm. there's this change yeah. in the tide yeah. of your we're network, you know, we're, we're redirecting your plane. Yeah. You're going to land here. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, but we packed for there. And it it's a store. It's fine. Your game is your game. Right. But again, it's very much on the users of just this whole, like, Steam will still be around, but not with this game. Right. Here are the, all the shiny yeah. things over here. Um, is Epic Games out and proven? Is it a thing already? I, th- I think, I believe so. Because I haven't heard whether people love it or hate it. Yeah. I just feel like it rolled out and people just deal with well, it. Well, so take this with a grain of salt. Angry Joe said it's out and it's trash, but obviously Angry Joe right. is angry at everything. Angry. Um, Division heard, 2 was on it? Yeah, they pulled they pulled Division. It's on U- Ubisoft Store and oh, now Epic Games yeah, too. Okay. So a lot of games are being pulled. And then Daniel said, yeah, Obsidian didn't know about the exclusivity before this was announced reportedly. That's frustrating. And that's got to be... Th- I would be protective yeah. over my own, right. you know, product, yeah. and then it's like you. We didn't talk about this, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's very interesting to yeah. think about it's, that. It's crazy. And, and is it bad that at the end of the day, I'm like console right. life, and, and that yes, and that's you when I just, I just start to think about it. Like, what if that came to the right, and the that's consoles? yeah, and that's terrifying. But right now, I'm like, I got, I'm fine. Sucks for you guys. I'm yeah. gonna get the Outer yeah. Worlds day no, one. I, uh, yeah, I definitely get that. But the idea of like a third party kind of like taking all these games and putting them in one it's just kind of weird it is weird and, and i don't know and so it's just it's just something interesting we had a, a question from the chat we said Hit me. want us to touch anything yeah robert said did you guys catch the indie xbox indie showcase that just happened dude i did not watch it. i did not personally either daniel missed it too roro if you could maybe give us a, a rundown while caleb does some research himself <clears throat> um but i, I did hear that I, I heard one thing and, I, and i'll say that i heard that the, there's a lot of indie games coming out that uh, are coming exclusively day one on Game Pass, which I think is pretty cool. Like the idea of like day one launches on Game Pass. Yeah. Robert says it was pretty cool. I'm so excited for After Party. So there's a lot of indie games that are coming. Yeah. That showcase on Xbox. That's pretty cool. I missed it. I need to be more involved because well, like and that's I said, the thing, indie Andrew, games it's, are like and it's it's the medium of Twitter. It's mm-hmm. it's them doing all this stuff, and it's funny because Xbox. Once Apple and Sony said Monday, March, whatever, at this time, join our live stream on yeah. Twitter, on wherever, Xbox tweeted, we also have something. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like everybody's hopping on this day. Right. And then people in the industry are kind of freaking out saying, is there, are these all connected? Like, yeah. what, like what? Yeah. You know, what's happening? Uh, and there's GDC and then there's PAX East happening next week. Right. So it, it's almost like this was the time. Uh-huh. Once your developers are back. And then you are showing stuff at PAX East. Yeah. There's this time yeah. to, to say, here's a sneak peek at all this stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Didn't you say you liked a game called Oxenfree? Is it? Did you? Try oh heck to, yeah! They, it's super good. They said there's a, a game similar, or maybe from the same developers, called After Party that you might be interested in. That was announced. Is After Party the same developer? I'm clicking on After Party here. Because um, uh, Oxenfree is on Game Pass and it's super good. Um, I just assumed it because right yeah, now, yeah, night, same developer. Yeah, Night School Studio. Um, so their next game is called After Party. That's cool. Really yeah, good. I need to look into that then. Um, and it says it's coming this year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'd be sweet. And again, just we've been saying it. Just quant- go ahead. And, uh, you can always quantity to game. Yeah, pass. right. Yeah, just straight. We we, yeah. we we do want quality. Yeah, right. Um, but it's exciting to think all that's headed. And then again, I mean, Microsoft is vamping for E3. They're the only one vamping up for E3. Yeah, exactly. So to see to see them do a indie focus is great. You know. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, Because they have every excuse in the world to not do that anymore Mm -hmm. for the next couple months. They have every right to do nothing. So the fact that they're doing something is super cool. Thanks for putting us on, Roro. I will check that out as well. I'll go follow up and watch it. Andrew. Woo! It's good, good to be back. To be back. It's good buddy. to be back. I love you so much. I love you too. Uh, thank you all for watching and yeah, listening. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, we're back at it, back into our routine. Podcast Remastered will be coming out on patreon.com slash media interactive at the end of the month. Shout out to Ryan, our giveaway winner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to reach out to him to make sure he gets all his goodies. Um, you can find all these podcasts and all the HD audio release with Greg Miller's intro uh, up tonight on YouTube, uh, Tuesday nights around 11. Um, and then they'll also be on Spotify and Apple Every, and everything else. They, they go to everything. Fridge. Yeah. yeah. Your smart Open fridge your fridge <laughs> yeah. and your milk is going to look like it says, what's up, my people? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so definitely check out the HD audio. Come back through. Um, thank you guys so much for joining the chat live. You guys make this podcast happen. Yeah, we love great. you all so much. Um, excited for what's to come. Much love and keep on gaming. Peace.